everybody. Welcome to the Praise Podcast. It is episode 22, and we are uh, pumped for our conversation we have planned today. We're going to be picking up um, from last episode's conversation. That episode turned into a part two, so if you haven't listened to that episode, this would be a great time to hit pause on this episode. Go back and listen to episode 21 because we are basically just picking up and continuing that conversation. So um, this one, it can make sense on it, on its own, but it'd probably help you if you listen to that one. So just hit pause here, go back, listen to episode 21. Then you can pick up with us on part two, which is episode 22. If you are just a faithful listener and you've already listened to episode 21 and you're ready for part two, welcome. We are so glad you're here. We are so glad that you are continuing on the conversation. It's time to talk about more cucumbers and pickles, maybe. Uh, no, we're going to talk about boat building today. No more cucumbers, no more pickles. Probably both. But um, we're going to see if Brooke has an accent still. <laughs> oh, and, my gosh. Uh, it's going to be so good. But yeah, well, thank you uh, for joining us uh, for the Praise Podcast. If you are a new listener, we would love for you to leave a rating and review. Uh, that just helps us out as a podcast, get seen by more people. If you're an old listener and you haven't left a rating and review, we would love for you to do that. And it is just always great when you guys share this podcast, either on your social media or with a friend. Uh, you can just send it to somebody who maybe needs uh, to hear what we've been talking about. Or uh, you want to join in on the conversation, you can always do that by uh, emailing us, eric at centralnow.com or brooke at centralnow.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and uh, would love for you all to join in other conversations we have, that's really the heart behind the Praise Podcast, is basically it is the conversations that Brooke and I would have. Uh, we just do it with microphones in front of us so that you all can join in on the conversation as well and uh, just kind of hear and know what's going through our minds and what we're learning about, what we're wrestling with, what we're struggling through, um, what we are uh, hearing and seeing and learning from uh, the Holy Spirit and God. And so uh, it's just a good opportunity for you uh, to just join in on that learning process with us. So thank you all so much for listening. That being said, Brooke, you've been to California. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> it was an amazing trip to California. <sighs> and so uh, you're back. I'm back. Everyone's back from their trip taking. And uh, yeah, we will we will go more in depth. We won't leave anytime soon. Yeah, we we will go more in depth on those trips maybe another time. But we want to get um, fairly right into our our conversation again today. Um, I will want to know what kind of food you eat you you have eaten, but we'll get to that another time. That's um, fair. Yeah, that's that's fair. So uh, that being said, before we get back into our part two conversation, mm -hmm. let's do. You know what song. time it is. You know what time it is. It's, it's time for a song. Yeah. Spotlight. Mm -hmm. Brooke, what's your mm -hmm. song? Well, it's going to surprise you a little bit because really the only reason I know it is because I heard it on the radio and I know how you feel about radio songs. Mm -hmm. But this song is by Hope Garst, who's a Blonde Co. lady. And we love Blonde Co., so we love her. And so we love this radio song. <laughs> but mm -hmm. it's um, it's not it's not super new, but it's new-ish. But it's Promise Keeper. Promise Keeper. I don't think I've heard yeah. that song yet. Yeah. So, um, But I also, I think it kind of goes up, um, with like, the, the part one we did and the part two we're about to do of just like God being a promise keeper. So um, lyrically, it's great. I mean, it's, it's, I, to me, I feel like it's one of those songs that the lyrics are like way more powerful than like the bop gives it credit for. Yeah. You know, like it's a radio vibe kind of tune, mm. but I'm like, but if you put like, 
as like got rid of that, put a pad, did some, you know, real like soulful whatever, mm-hmm. and then added these lyrics, it would hit a whole different way. Yeah. It really would, because the lyrics are just so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. my opinion. I'm gonna have that. to listen to that one. I've yeah. not heard that song yet. Promise Keeper. Promise Keeper by Hope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What That's about on you? My list. What's yours? Uh, my list is speaking actually... Speaking of your list. <laughs> yeah, speaking of uh, list, this one is actually one... Uh, shout out to Josh Robinson, who is... Josh a, a, He's one of our, our Faithful Praise podcast listeners. Yes. Um, but he sent me this song. Um, well, it's been a bit now, but uh, I've been listening to it quite a bit. Uh, it's called Ruins. Um, and yeah, it's uh, by Community Music. And uh, but it was just super cool song, um, and so you should check it out. Um, he sent it to me through through Spotify, so you can find it on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. But um, Josh is Josh is one of those guys that will just like randomly send me a song every now and then. And in my position, I get people that send me a lot of songs, and mm-hmm. I'll be honest, like some you're know, like I'm not <laughs> listening to that song. But Josh is always one that I'm like I always make sure to listen to what Josh. Josh has built up musical trust with me. And so like I know whatever Josh is sending mm-hmm. me, it has there's merit to it. I need to listen to it. <laughs> and uh you don't have merit. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, he he's he he always does good. And I always we have a similar taste in in things that we look for in music. But yeah, so I I uh I like that one. So shout out to Josh. Shout out to the song Ruins, mm-hmm. community music. Check it out. I've not heard much of their Sweet. stuff. They're they're new a new group for me. So yeah, I've never heard of them. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, cool. So you have to check Sweet. that. I'll make you a deal. I'll check out your song. <laughs> you check out my song. Deal. And you all listening, check out both of our songs <laughs> if you haven't listened to it. Cool. And then it'll just be this game's fun. It is a fun game. It's yeah. like a sharing game. Well, it's like we're in preschool. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of sharing, yeah, Brooke. Yeah. Why don't you just real quick recap? Sure. So we can remember because it's been a couple weeks. Sure. So recap mm-hmm. part one of this mm-hmm. just so it's fresh in our minds. You got it. Take us through the pickling process again. Sweet. Okay. Well, in the last episode we were talking about overall just the the imagery of how we are all cucumbers, right? But without the power of the Holy Spirit and the process then that we go through to just be more Christ-like and to um, enter in new levels with Him and, and figure out our spiritual gifts and we're making decisions and living our lives going through um, in ways that honor God, um, you know, we, then I mean, we become pickles, right? So it's like we're all cucumbers and then it's like we can't do what we could do as a cucumber than we could as a pickle, right? So like if I'm a person, I'm an empty vessel. I'm just a person without, you know, who's not going through the process to make myself the best person I can be or the best version of myself or I'm not learning more about God or I'm not hungry for his spirit and his presence or encounters or I'm not willing to, you know, hear what he has to say and listen and whatever. Like, you know, it's it's that versus the desire to like wanting to go through the pickling process and I want to be touched and filled and I want to be um, empowered and emboldened by the power of the Holy Spirit and it takes work, it takes um, learning and it takes growing and it takes being uncomfortable and it takes um, just a willingness to go to places you've never been before. Um, It takes a hunger to 
want to experience something from God that you've read about or maybe you've heard about, but you, you've never, or you've yet to really see for yourself, but yet still believing that you can because he's powerful and, and he, and the encounters that we can have for, with him really are miraculous as the Bible you know, says that they are. So we're talking about cucumbers, pickles, right? A, part one, maybe I didn't do the best job in painting this picture, but like in part one of, of this little series here, <laughs> um, it's like we have to go through the process first before we like just like journey through and go through things that we're going to be called and asked to do. You know, like when we become Christians, like we're then like, okay, God, what do you have for me? Okay, God, like what is next for me? Okay, God, like you've called me to do this or you've promised that. I, my hands are out of it. I have no say so or control, but it's what you want. So I'm willing, right? Like that's kind of, that's kind of it. And then the second part I think is kind of goes a little deeper into that same conversation because it is the, it is the, when we're asked to go and how we go, it's when we're asked to give a yes and it's how we give our yes. And it's when we are, you know, walking through a road or a season that we didn't necessarily ask for, but we we're being obedient in, and it is, and it then we couldn't be doing it if it weren't for having been through the pickling process and, and without having been powered, empowered, emboldened, filled, hungry, operating in the authority and power of the Holy Spirit. And so, this episode um, kind of came because two things, well, both of them did really, but like two things, a, just kind of my current season of life. And I feel like I talk about that a lot, like more so, you know, you've heard me refer to like the wilderness season and, and just kind of the testimony from that. And it's kind of the Lord's brought me from this place. And I kind of had a revelation with him the other day in the car, um, which we'll get to, but like, it's, it's not necessarily about the wilderness, but more of a transition into now where I'm, he's walking me through like, do you believe what I've promised? And like, to what extent do you believe what I've promised you? And I think sometimes a lot of people, we, because I mean, it's, this is what happened to me and Hayden, like we thought we heard, you know, we thought we were getting or receiving or, or being open, whatever. And like when it, when what we thought doesn't work out how we thought we heard, it's very confusing because you think like, well, did I hear wrong? Like, or God did like, what's the deal? Like, you know, not because not God, we know God doesn't lie, but then we're just like, then what was the point of that? You know, like we're trying to understand and then almost like we think there was an error on his part, you know, which is not true. But like, that's what he's bringing me to right, like and through right now is really just like, like, how much zest do I have in my spirit? You know what I mean? Like this process that we've gone through. To, I don't want to be just a cucumber. Like like Katya said, like, Lord, like I want to be a pickle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I want to be somebody who can go through these seasons and really still know you're the promise keeper. And I can still expect and I can plan for the things that I know you've promised me despite what comes up or despite... Um, the things in the way, or despite like the world says this, like, do I have enough in me? Like, of course, of the Holy Spirit, right? To like be, I don't know, to have the, the faith that kind of reflects some of these biblical, you know, people we talk about, and we'll get to that in a second, you know, who, who do really crazy things because God said, 
Like that's the level of faith that, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to, to have. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, we could just keep going, but yeah. <laughs> you know, well, now that I've had time, a little bit of time to marinate. See what it, see what it did. Oh, there. did you? Yeah, there. <laughs> mm, I've been sitting on that one for so long. Uh, three to four uh, weeks, yeah, as yeah, you've learned. Yeah, three to four weeks at 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, <laughs> yeah, but now that I've had some time to think of that too, like for me, now I'm sure there are people out there that love cucumbers. Mm-hmm. Just could eat. My kids can eat cucumbers. I like cucumbers. You know I mean? And I'll eat a cucumber. But if right. I'm going to eat a cucumber, it either has to be soaked in salad dressing Mm-hmm. with other things or like soaked in ranch mm-hmm. or some type of dip. Yeah. I'm not just sitting there eating a cucumber, snacking on some cucumbers. <laughs> you know what I mean? But pickles, mm-hmm. I will eat a pickle. Mm-hmm. Just stra- I, I eat a jar of pickles. There you go. And I will freeze the juice and drink the juice. What's your favorite like, brand of pickle? I mean, I'm a pretty much standard like kosher dill. I mean, that's, you know, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm not against sweet pickles. Adrian hates sweet pickles. Oh, okay. So we don't get sweet pickles a lot because sure. she won't buy them because mm-hmm. she hates them. I like <laughs> sweet pickles. Yeah. Um, bread and butter pickles are a little bit weird for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big bread and butter guy. Yeah. I um, just want to do you a favor because we're friends. Um, you need to have Clausen pickles and Clausen pickles only because mm. once you experience a Clausen pickle, like, Lord, if you're going to pickle me, I want to be pickled like a Clausen pickle. Mm. Like, they're top dog pickles. Really? Oh, I mean, I'm yeah. sure I've had Clausen. Oh, I, mean, I doubt it because if you had it, you would remember and you huh. would know. So, wow. but today's this, episode brought to you by Clausen pickles. Yeah, the really. pickle for you. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's on the jar, like their slogan. Is that the one with the stork, like the bird? Is there a <laughs> no? What's the one with the bird? It starts with a V, doesn't it? I don't know. See, they're not good, so I don't know. They're not Clawson. Excuse me. Excuse me for even... Lawson pickles are the ones that are refrigerated. Like, it literally says on the label, like, I think something along the lines of, like, like, always chilled or something, always Uh, cold. I don't know. Like, but they are... Okay. I might go tonight and buy some Clawson pickles. And it's, like, in the... Like, you shop at Kroger, yeah? Yeah. Usually. So, like, when you go to Kroger... People don't care about this, but this is what we talk about when the microphones aren't here. But like when you go to Kroger uh-huh. and it's the salad dressing aisle, like yeah. that that aisle, yeah. um, like it's where the be pickles a, are. Yeah, where the pickles <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> on the left hand side, yeah. um, depending on which way. You go down the no, aisle. I always go around. I always start through the fruit. Yeah, right, and through, through the, the deli. Bakery, so you would be. Too, I yeah. figured so. Yeah. So yes, it would be on your Not left. A psychopath. I don't <laughs> yeah, cut, I don't just. We don't. Know. We don't go past Starbucks. No, but no, you go. It's it's literally like there's this like refrigerator in the aisle. Yeah, I've seen this. With the Klaus and Pickles. Okay. The best ones are either you have to get the mini, like the mini ones. Okay. Like not the, not slice, the, the mini not ones. Not the chips. People can't see what I'm doing with my hands. Right. But you know what I mean? B- but you're making a mini, uh, uh, it's... <laughs> a mini pickle shape. A mini pickle yes. shape. And then... You need to also get the ones like that are cut in like fourths. You know, like are they spheres? Spheres. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Spheres or circles? I think it's a pickle spear. Spe- spear. <laughs> yeah, you get it. But like how McAllisters cut their pickles, you know? Right. Yes. Those are the only two options you should try. Okay. I will I'm do it. Do that yeah. I will, when I give my feed review, you do your. I will review. record. I will. Yes. I will record. Okay. Let's stop talking about this. People are so annoyed. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I never thought we'd talk about pickles and cucumbers <laughs> so much on this podcast, oh, but here we are. Here we are. But all that to say. So what were we even talking well, about? Well, I was going to make a point, and then we, we got off track. Uh, Imagine that. Man, but, sorry, everyone. So we, This is just real. It really is. And when we, I mean, when we say that this is just us 
recording a normal conversation. <laughs> like, it really like, is. like I, I don't <laughs> sometimes think people really understand how yeah. much we mean that. Yeah. Um, but all that to say, I was thinking about all that and uh-huh. it, it just made me realize like because that's that's so like I would eat a pickle without anything. Like I would just mm-hmm. eat a pickle. And that like because of the flavor, like there's so much more flavor there. Like yeah. it doesn't need anything else. No. Like, it has all that it needs yeah. by itself. Right. You know, you can put it with other things and sure it's great, but mm-hmm. you it it's fine on its own. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, what's it funny doesn't need other things. Is like when you think about it, like if you're eating pickles on a cheeseburger, like your pickles add something to the cheeseburger. The cheeseburger mm-hmm. doesn't add something to the pickles. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's totally it, changing. Yeah. And you're so, not gonna put cucumbers on your hamburger because that's no, disgusting. That's weird. Yeah. Um you probably did that in California. That feels like a California. <laughs> I thing. did not. But that being said too, then you know, like there is so many I think the other thing we get is because you know Holy Spirit, I feel like works, it, it doesn't, this, I mean, yes, it works the same, like it's the same process, but it's it's going to reveal, there's different spiritual gifts. Yeah. And Holy Spirit is going to reveal self differently through different people. And like there's many different types, like we just talked about, there's many different types of pickles. And But to clarify, but there's to clarify, not one better but, spiritual gift than yeah, the other. <laughs> yeah. But to clarify that there is no Clausen spiritual <laughs> yeah. gift. There is just but Jesus is yeah, Clausen, yeah, okay? Yeah, Jesus is the Clausen of pickles <laughs> of spiritual gifts. But all that but all I said, that was just some thoughts mm-hmm. as to put a to wrap up our pickle cucumber conversation <laughs> yeah. before we move into Gosh. phase two of this. But right. that, that is something that, that just as I was thinking, like because mm-hmm. it's so true, like I would never just eat a cucumber on its own. It's got to have something else with it. I will eat a pickle on its own as a snack because it's just, it doesn't need anything Mm -hmm. else. It has all that it needs right there. Well, so kind of the, something that you said on the last episode that really transitioned, um, which was kind of why in a way we just like had to like stop that podcast because if we would have kept going, we would have been like in part two and that would have been just a very long, long part one. But um, you were talking about in Acts how there was like notes in your Bible or something um, that said like these people, like when they received the power of the Holy Spirit, like they received courage and boldness and confidence, insight, authority, et cetera, you know? And um, what made me think it's like, Okay, when we then go from the processing to the, like, now we're operating as a pickle, like, we're going to be asked, again, like, we're, you know, to do things um, and called to do things that take the kind of courage and boldness and confidence and insight and authority that we can only get from God. Like, we can only receive those kind of things from the power of the Holy Spirit, and until we're pickled, like, it's just like the, that's the first step and then everything else comes after. Like the rest of our, you know, life and the, and the, the journeys that come and the seasons that come and how it changes and wavers. Like it's just, we have to be a people who are really like have gone through the processing with the Holy Spirit to like have these attributes that really truly cannot come from our flesh. It only comes from the power of the Lord that like then it gives us what we need to be able to say yes to the hard things and to go through the seasons that are like just scary or intimidating or 
uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like, um, so yeah, I feel like that's kind of the direction of the part two. It's like the part one in the pickles is like, there's a process we have to go through. Like we've got to recognize we need the process. We've got to be willing to go through the process. And then part two today, just really want to talk about like what kind of that process entails, you know, and like mm-hmm. what that could look like and, and how to power through, you know, because once you're a pickle, it's still hard. Yeah. But I'm curious. I want to go back because I, I think sure. this leads us, um, kind of where we're heading, okay. but you had mentioned, and I don't want to call you out on this. Uh-oh. So I guess if you don't want to talk about this, we'll have to cut this out. Okay. But, um, <laughs> you won't. <laughs> Never episode or no, what, but edit that's an just like the standard before. podcast thing. Like we can cut it out, but you know, we won't, uh, we won't. Uh, but you had mentioned earlier mm-hmm. and as you were talking that God had rev- kind of like you had a revelation with God in your car. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just curious if you don't mind, like what, mm-hmm. what was that revelation? Like what, yeah. what was that? Okay, so yes, there is a season that, um, and sooner or later we'll be able to like really talk about it, but there is a season right now that Hayden and I are walking through, and it really is like we're kind of coming out of a season that held a lot of open doors and footholds for confusion and prophetic trauma and like all these things only because we're people and we hear wrong or we only see in part and it's confusing, and when it doesn't work out how you thought it, the weight of that, you know, like it opened up a lot of those things and praise God he's good because, um, you know, we experienced deliverance and, you know, not only that, but like understanding and, and, and fresh eyes to kind of see different things and, and the ability to like just really let things go in life that hard. Right. And so we've walked through that and then now we've just fresh off of that. Like we didn't even get a chance to really catch our breath before the Lord revealed something totally out of the woodworks for us. And, um, it, it's like something so worth celebrating and soon talking about, but it's also then a whole other level of like, you have to trust what I said. And like, I, you know, in my mind and as a human, I'm like, I did just trust what I thought you said, you know? So then I'm thinking like, do I hear you clearly now? You know, and then I think, what did you actually say? What did you actually promise me? What, you know, all these things. And so the Lord, all that to say, that is what Hayden and I, like the gist of kind of where we're at. And in and in what we're walking to, it's like the perfect example of what the world says, what science sees versus a promise from God. And that can come in different levels and ways and layers for several people with what they have and what they walk through in life. But like, that's it. And so now the revelation that I had to answer your question is essentially him challenging me enough to like, how to, Lord, give me words. It's like, you know what I said. Are you going to act and expect it to come to pass because it's from me? Or are you not going to until you see it first? And it's like, I think that to me in the revelation of my card, deciding, you know, kind of working through these things that I'm feeling and processing and praying through, like that's what he asked. Like that's what he put on the table. And, you know, when the Lord asks you, like, are you going to believe what I said? And, 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 and that childlikeness we talk about, like, and take it for what it is or not. 
Like it's that simple. Like I told you this, I gave you this. Are you going to believe it no matter what other people or whatever science or whatever, whatever says about it that prove otherwise or not? Like, you know, like take me for what I'm worth and what I'm saying or not. And like, that's really what he's asking. And so, you know, when you have that at the table, you're like, oh boy, you know, like, okay, God, despite how fearful that could be or what that would cost me in the end if I'm wrong, um, because we've already had to grieve something before. We've already had to walk through hard things before. We just barely got out of it before we're asked to do it again. And it's like, huh, you know, like, okay, like I either have a choice, like I can just take you for what you said, have the childlike faith to believe it to be what you said it is and what you promised or not. And like what the or not is, is, you know, disobedience and doubt and questioning and harboring and it's lack of faith. And so then you're like, which one would I rather be? And I know which one is easier, but I know which one I'd rather be. And so I was in my car and, you know, I love talking about radio songs because I know you just how you feel about them. But I was in my car and there was a line from a new Colton Dixon song that honestly, I really didn't even like the song, but this line just hit me like to my core. And it was like really summed up what I felt the Lord speaking to me in that moment. And it goes something along the lines of, um, I'm going to build my boat in a desert place. And talking about Noah, like Noah was asked to do something totally crazy and totally, I mean, to the people around him, like he had all the commentary from outside, but then he had the one thing God said, and he had a choice to act on what everybody else around him said or what God said. And what did he do? He was in a desert place with no rain, And this man is building a boat. And of course, like we know, not just a boat, but like a boat, (laughs) you know, like it was super crazy. And it's like if Noah and I I wonder, you know, I just think like what what like pickling process did Noah go through? You know, like what in the world? Like he had to have been like somehow so intimately close with the Holy Spirit to not only hear him say build a boat, but to know it was God saying build your boat, you know, because that doesn't make any sense. You heard it, but like you have to know that's from the Lord to be, you know, to have the confidence and then follow that through. He says build a boat and you're in a desert place. What do you do? You build a boat. You know, and then when it came to pass and what God said, as we read in Genesis, like, who was right? The people that, you know, who thought he was crazy or Noah, who heard and believed what God had said, you know? Anyways, I've been talking a lot. You can talk now, boss. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just just listening and taking it all in because it's good. It's good stuff. Um. I don't know. We were also joking around before, like we were looking through this Noah thing, mm-hmm. and it's just worth mentioning. We were like, "It is know, worth I mean, mentioning." Like, God only made it in like six chapters before he was like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm done like, with you, I'm people." Done with you. Like Comanzi, <laughs> we joke. Comanzi is like a, like a, uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, I just blanked on it. Undo, undo button. Yeah, it's yeah. like the undo shortcut mm-hmm. on a Mac, like Comanzi. <laughs> just it didn't take very long for God to be like, "This was a bad idea." Um, but anyways, but yeah, what. Well, you're talking about the one thing too. It, it made me think of, and I know you understand this. You've got three kids, and like 
you know, if you're a parent out there, it, I think when you become a parent too, like it just opens your eyes even more to, um, I think God uses that to like teach us more about him and like how he truly is. Oh, for like sure. Parent, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I, I feel like from becoming a parent, I find many times I'm like, ah, like not only are you like, well, okay, my parents weren't maybe as crazy as you thought they were, you know, or they weren't because you find yourself saying the same exact things that you used to get mad at them saying for. But also like there'll be times where I'll just be sitting there and like Blakely or Bo do something. I go, oh yeah, that's, that's probably like me and. Yeah, I get it now, God. Like, I am super annoying. Don't you like, love yeah. those revelations? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, like, I love them, but I hate them, yeah, you know? Uh, <laughs> but, like, you were talking about, like, pro- you know, the the whole idea of, like, do you do you really believe what I promised? You know, right. you're talking about that. And Blakely is in this stage right now where um, she just takes every, I mean, she, I mean, don't take this from She's a female. So, like, <laughs> you know. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she just takes, she's, she's very sensitive. And she takes everything to heart. You know, like everything you say, like you have to, I, it's really, it's to the point where, you know, like I, I'm starting to try to watch and be careful about what I do say to her around her, those sort of things, just because I know that she is, she's soaking it all in, like she's taking it all in. But there's been a few times where, you know, things like, we'll be like, Hey, um, I know like the other, the other day she, we had promised her that her and her friend, she had a friend stay the night and that the next day Adrian was going to take her and her friend and Bo to, um, the zone, which is like just a chaos zone for kids basically. It's <laughs> but like they love bounce it. House, but they <laughs> love it. It's great. They run wild, whatever. But so she was super, she was super pumped about this. You know what I mean? Whatever. Well, craziest deal happens and I don't have to get the whole story, but basically we wake up and like our son Bo who had been like, kind of sick with a virus or whatever, but like literally like just woke up, couldn't walk, like he couldn't walk. Um, he felt fine, whatever, but like literally like his legs just like he couldn't stand up, like his legs wouldn't work. It was the wildest deal. So obviously that took a bit of our attention because we're like, what the heck? Like our kid mm-hmm. all of a sudden was right. just That's not scary. walking, you know? Yeah. So anyways, we're like, hey, Blakely, like, you know, sorry, but we're probably not going to be able to go to the zone today because, you know, Something came, you know, like, obviously, right. we got to figure out what's going on with your brother, all this kind of stuff. And, like, you could just see, like, her processing the the way of, like, you know, we said, like, hey, we'll go, you know, we'll go another time. Like, you know, we can go to, let's get this figured out today. We'll go tomorrow, you know, or whatever. But, like, in her mind, you could just see that she was, like, you just broke a promise. Like, you promised me this. And you broke the promise. And even though I know, like, I, she knows deep down that we were going to go deep the next down. day. Deep yeah. down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. she knows that we're yeah. going to go in a few days. And right. we did. We went, few, you know, we got mm-hmm. all that worked out and whatever. Mm-hmm. And everything's fine. And we went a few mm-hmm. days later. But, like, the heart, like, she just, because it, it didn't, the promise still came to fruition. Right. It, it, she still went. Mm-hmm. But you could tell that it like it chipped away a little bit because it didn't happen mm-hmm. when she thought it was going to happen. Right. It didn't happen how she thought it was going to happen. And you could just see like in her mind, mm-hmm. she's just like, you you know, you could tell that she was just thinking and she'll even say it sometimes like, you know, you always just promise things and then they don't happen, you know, or whatever, or, or something Ouch. different. Or she'll, or she'll be like, <laughs> you know, like I, she's, I've heard her tell Adrian, you know, like mm. well, she'll get mad and I'll be like, what are you mad about? She's like, well, mom always, she she says this like she'll she'll say this 
And it just doesn't happen the way that I think it was going to, or didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? And like, mm-hmm. she's just so down about it. And I think like, man, that is, isn't that us? Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that me? Yeah. How many times, you know, like everything still happened. The mm-hmm. promise was still fulfilled. Right. It just was in a different time than we thought. It was in a different way than we thought. It looked different. It came about different mm-hmm. than how we thought it was. Mm-hmm. And how we, I think how we, the faith that we live through that says a lot. Yeah, like our heart posture, Mm -hmm. like the character that we can choose to then still like obtain when we're disappointed or when we're confused or when we might not quite understand why it's happening, like you said, the way that it's happening. Um, But yeah, it's still so important. I think that there's so much, uh, I mean, and I guess, man, does the pickling process ever really end? You know, I don't like, think so. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the point of pickling, right? So yeah. it lasts longer. I, I mean, shelf life, man. <laughs> but no, well, and I think too, like, I, which I don't. What's the movie? Uh, Bru- not Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty, which is the basically the the movie that was about Noah like the modern day Noah right. or whatever right. where Steve Carell builds a boat, whatever. And I mean, really think like, I think about that too, just as an outsider, sometimes we, we see, I mean, cause imagine the people watching Noah build this boat. Like you're mm-hmm. in the middle of a desert mm-hmm. and you're watching this guy mm-hmm. build this boat. I mean, you're probably, you're probably throwing some shade his way. You know, right. you're like, what are you doing? Right. Like, why are you wait? Why are you wasting your time mm-hmm. building this boat? Yeah. And not just any boat. Like I say, a huge boat. boat. Like yeah. a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, and then too, like they didn't hear from God. No. Noah did. Yeah. And so, how many times? You know, just this is kind of a rabbit hole side note thing. But how many times then do we like? have another brother or sister in Christ who are making decisions or making plans or doing something because of what God showed them or revealed to them or told them or whatever. And we always come back at like, like we're, what are the, we're the spectators with the yeah. ark being built. We're like, what are you doing? And why whatever? Like, like we, and it's, it is different. Like when we didn't get the vision or we didn't hear and it doesn't make sense to us. Like it is hard to kind of like come behind another brother and be like, yeah, you know, like our first instinct or like instinct is like, to criticize or question or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But yeah, that's side note. That's a word for somebody listening. And then imagine when that first raindrop fell. Yeah. And the first person they thought of was Noah. Yeah. And wow, you really did hear from God, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and, and not only talking about Noah, but you know, like I said, I'm, I think I mentioned it in the last, po- the last like podcast, like the first part of this was that we were kind of reading in first John and James kind of back and forth. And, and James this, um, gosh, it's talking about faith and deeds. Um, and then it goes on to talk about Abraham. And it says, Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. And when I read that, and I kind of am applying that to you know, my walk, you know, you can apply it to your walk, whatever. Like, I mean, that's a word. Abraham was asked to sacrifice Isaac. And without knowing the outcome of that, the purpose 
of that, whatever, like he still did it. Like there, we can have faith in the pickling process, right? But when we're asked to do something, like we have to have faith and the action. And like for me in this, in the situation that I am ever so not <laughs> boldly talking about yet, but like just it, it that, that is it. It's like, okay, I have faith that I know you have the ability to do this and for this situation to turn out in a way that I want and that I believe you want for me. But then like my actions do not really always match what I know in my head to kind of be true. I mean, it is true, but that's what I mean. Like that's how I'm operating right now is like, Eh, like I know, I know what you said, and I believe it. But like that Sean song goes, like I like I believe, but hell, my unbelief. Like I know, but it's like, but God, this is still very hard for me. And so, kind of like Abraham, like he he had the faith that he could trust God, but he almost like proved his faith because his actions followed suit. And I want to be the type of person who has the faith to recognize, see, and believe that God is is working and doing something miraculous right in front of me. And then to the point where my actions are planning for it to come to pass. My actions, my words, my decisions are planning for the fruit on the other side, are planning for, you know, the miracle to arrive, planning for, you know, all these things instead of just waiting to see how it ends and then being like, oh yeah, I knew my God was faithful, you know, praise God. And it's like, no, like I want to act like it's already done. Like I want my actions to show that I know it's already done because my faith says that it is already done. You know, they have to match. And it says again in James that Abraham was counted as righteous for that, you know? And I don't believe that that's a word that God uses lightly, righteousness, you know? And so, I mean, that's something worth like, evaluating and taking seriously well and think of the patience yeah like abraham and sarah i mean they waited for forever yeah and that's, to have and isaac. isaac was the promise yeah a pro you know what i mm-hmm. mean like it all and we could dig in the, the, yeah. i love that story but really like the promise that isaac was and that was just like a small piece of it of the whole story of abraham yeah. and sarah you and know then, i mean the pay i mean noah was on a boat for a year yeah yeah i mean and like so the patience behind all that mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure noah well i mean I, you know who knows you build the giant boat god floods the earth who knows what's actually going through your mind but i can't imagine he probably thought i'm gonna be on this boat for a year you know right and i mean so the the patience of noah the patience of abraham sarah you know just mm-hmm. in the in that and you know we could go mm-hmm. on but i think in verse eight of genesis you know like you talked about like says that Abraham was counted as, as righteous. Mm-hmm. And in verse 8, it starts with, or chapter 8, verse 1, starts with, but God remembered Noah. Mm. And, like, to me, that, like, Noah's faithfulness, Noah's being trustworthy, mm-hmm. he carried out what God told him to carry out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it took longer than he expected, mm-hmm. but when the time was right, God remembered him. Yeah. Like God didn't cast him out on this crazy mission and say, good luck. 
Godspeed, you know, mm-hmm. hope it works out. Like it was in his timing and then he remembered Noah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, that to me that like, I want to be somebody that believes that no matter how, like I just need to do what I'm called to do mm-hmm. and that God will remember me mm-hmm. when the time is right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and that's, I was going to, I pulled up the lyrics to promise keeper um, because I, like I said, like the lyrics are so good. You think like, man, this could be just so different than what it is on the radio, but I'm going to read it. And honestly, I had it on, um, I heard it, it was on, I guess it came on like my iTunes or whatever. And I thought I almost skipped this song. I was in the bathroom getting ready for work one day. And, um, actually this week, but, um, I like almost skipped it cause I was like, ah, I'm not really in the mood for that one, whatever. And I didn't. And then I just thought, oh, there's a reason I didn't because these lyrics were just like, like just so much of what I needed and like just reassurance. Right. But it says your vows, a covenant unbroken, you made it known through history. Your love will never be unfaithful. Never walk out on me. I have no reason to doubt you who you have been. You'll always be. And though the future is still unfolding with everything I've seen, how could I not believe? You are a promise keeper. Your word will never fail. My heart can trust you, Jesus, and I won't be overwhelmed. My eyes are going to see miracles and victories. You are a promise keeper, and your word will never fail. And that's verse one and then the chorus, of course. But um, I just thought, man, like, (laughs) lyrically, that's just... Oh, that's good. Like, and, and that's just, it was almost everything like, you know, you needed to like remind yourself and like sing to yourself to really like declare in like the midst of like the battlefield of your mind. And again, in James, which is funny, it talks about that, like blown and tossed by the wind, right? Like, um, and just being so steady and so certain of who he is and his word and his promises that you don't alter what you believe the outcome to be, right? Or like you don't alter like understanding or believing or knowing who God is based upon that outcome, right? Like um, just trusting that he has a purpose and a story and a plan and he's working um, from the beginning to the end, like he sees it and he knows and he's always working together for the good, you know, of those who love him. And um, he, and like we talked about before, he knew there was a need to make us promises, right? Like, because I mean, why would he make promises? What's the point? You know what I mean? Like he he knew he we needed that word and and the hope that comes from only him. And so in situations on this side of heaven, like we talk about all the time, it's like he knew we would we would need it. And you know, going through this pickling process, you know, it really like without it, like we really couldn't be a people who could build a boat or would build a boat in a desert place. And I think like, what's your desert place? What's your boat? And and what does your pickling process look like? And although all silly analogies or not my fave radio songs, like there's a lot of, like that's a question to ask yourself and worth spending time with the Lord about. Like what are, what is he wanting to do in you And what are you not allowing him to, how are you not allowing him to work or move? Like what limitations are you putting on what your encounterments are like? Because what you may or may not believe he's actually capable or willing to do with and for you and in you. And then also in the same breath, like 
what's the rest of your life look like? What's the next season? You know, like as just in my nature, I really can only stay in one season at a time. It's very hard for me to visually like plan past X amount of days, months, whatever, years, whatever. But like, what does the rest of your life look like? And, you know, what could he have in store for you? Not even could, but what does he have in store for you that you could experience if you'd say yes to the pickling process? Um, I just like my prayer is that we just desire to be changed from just a cucumber who we cannot on our own experience boldness or courage or authority, right? But like my prayer is that we want to become and go through that pickling process to become like a vessel that is full of life and and flavor and um, the Holy Spirit to then be able to do the hard things, but like the glorious things for the kingdom of God that he specifically called you to do. And I mean, maybe it's the seven in me who likes the adventure, but Honestly, the latest adventures have not been very exciting. They've been very stressful and very hard, but like all glorious, you know what I mean? And it's like, what would I have missed out on if I wouldn't have said yes? And I know I wouldn't have said yes if I would not have been willing to be, to go through the pickling process, you know what I mean? And to encounter and experience God in just a deeper and new and fresh way. And I mean, that really is my heart that people who, you're such two silly episodes and with all of our whatever lingo and stuff, but like really the simplicity of it is powerful. You know, the message behind it that is for all of us for the kingdom um, is just, is that like, are you willing to be pickled? (laughs) Do you even want to be? And then like, are you the type of person then that would build a boat in a desert place? You know? Yep. I think it's, it's as, as you were talking, it just, made me think too, you know, are we people, what if we were, what if we were people that were as bold and faithful as the words that we sing? You mm-hmm. know, like what if we yeah. really believed the words that we sang, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we sing basically all of what we've been talking about, you know, that right. God is faithful, that he's trustworthy, that he is above everything else, that, you know, he is worthy, that he, he does work it all out for good, you know? what if we really believed what we sang, you know, what, Mm -hmm. imagine what we could look like, you know? Yeah. And and I think that's all a result of that process from cucumber to pickle. (laughs) How to preach. Well, I'm going to go home and pickle something. I'm going to do No, you're going to go to Kroger and buy some claws. Well, I'm going to buy some claws and pickles, (laughs) but I also, I want to pickle something. I want to try it and then share your experience. I want to try pickling a cucumber, I think. You should do it. And see... How it goes. This might be a new hobby. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this might be a new. Clausen, here I come. I'm coming for you. It's awesome. We appreciate you guys listening to the Praise Podcast. Uh, again, this is a this is a part two episode. So if you have stumbled across this episode and you're like, what in the heck are they talking about? Cucumbers and pickles and boats and deserts. You're going to want to be sure and go back and listen to our last episode, episode 21. Um, that was part one. And then uh, you might want to come back and it might make this episode make a little bit more sense. But uh, we appreciate you all listening again. As always, we can't thank you enough for any ratings and reviews that you leave uh, this podcast. And again, if you want to join in on the conversation or maybe you've got a story to share or uh, you just want to say, hey, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can do that at Eric, E-R-I-C, at centralnow.com or Brooke at centralnow.com. 
Com. We would love uh, to hear from you and always appreciate when we get uh, emails or texts or things like that. Uh, so we appreciate that. And then if you could share this podcast on your social media or with somebody that is uh, maybe uh, is in one of these seasons, uh, that would be good for them to, to hear maybe this episode about building a boat in a desert and just uh, all the things we talked about. Uh, you could share this podcast and uh, that's a great way uh, to just get the message of Jesus and, and the gospel out there. And we appreciate those of you that do that every time we release an episode. That being said, it's been a good conversation. Thanks for joining in. As always, for Eric, or for Brooke, my name's Eric. Let's be people that always and every day and every way bring the praise. We'll see you next time.